0: hey feasters and welcome to episode 156 and today you're going to learn three ways to handle sticker shock more importantly based on this pushback you will learn if it's just a sales tactic and if you should really work with them welcome to the ask res podcast i'm jason and i'm here to help you get past those bumps in the road those struggles There's things that hold you back from building an amazing and profitable freelance business each and every single day. And sticker shock is sometimes real, but other times it's just a negotiation tactic. It's up to you to figure that out. But what I'm going to try to help you out with here is how to handle sticker shock in three different ways. The first way is that... You want to explain why you're different than other people and provide proof of that. This is where you should be explaining and reframing the context of your service in comparison with what they've experienced in the past and or your unique advantage. You want to be empathetic to their budget restrictions, obviously but simply reiterate the results that you've had with past clients and keeping it very succinct and to the point. You want to illustrate that you are helping them accomplish their goals, not just building a website or designing a logo. All of these things you probably have already stated before at length, so no need to rehash it all out again. You just want to leave it simply as that, and let them fill in the awkward silence. This will start to tell you if it's a negotiation tactic or it's the reality of their budget restrictions. If they don't have their funds, then be understanding and tell them that when they are ready in the future, that you're there for them. The second option is to scale back. Don't discount. If their budget is way off, then scale back the scope of work. If you've already gone through the entire sales process and your solution is much more than what they have budget for, then one, you want to really, really start to rethink and reflect on why that happened in the first place. Maybe you didn't ask their budget early on. Maybe there was a misunderstanding on what the scope of the solution was in its entirety. Whatever the case may be, then on the next project, you want to fix that and fix it early. If nothing else it won't waste anyone else's time moving forward. When you start to think about scaling back the solution, be very specific about the results they they are going to get from you. You want to share that with them because, well, you are removing bits of the project. So make them aware of the certain goals that won't be achieved. The third one is to just move on, right? If you're fully booked, or this haggle was the latest of a list of red flags, then simply move on. Be respectful and empathetic as always, but excuse yourself from being a viable option for them. You can do this simply by stating, I completely understand and respect your budget, and working with me may not be the best option for you. If in the future, this project gets more funding or changes priority in your business, then don't hesitate to reach out. Now, you can pick and choose or even combine some of these strategies together. But what you want to try to figure out is if this is a negotiation tactic or if their budget constraint is real. To tell if this is a tactic or not comes with experience. Without being there myself and hearing the responses, it's hard for me to definitively say, hey, if they say this, then it is or is not. This is something that I do help my coaching clients in, however, on a regular basis. There are telltale signs that there is a negotiation here, or if their budget is real. I want to illustrate an example of how you could tell one of those telltale signs. Say you give your proposal that's $1,000 and they respond that they only have a budget for $500, which obviously you wouldn't do the same thing for half the cost. In fact, if they're looking to get all the work done for half the cost, the only option for you to choose is the move on option. If after that they come back with a counter offer, say $750, then you know it's a tactic. If you find a lead or a client starting to increase their budget during the conversation or even via email, especially if it's a quick response, then it's a high likelihood that they're just trying to get the price lower rather than being restricted by budget. You can't fault them for trying because, well, in this world, if you don't ask, you don't get but be mindful of your margins and don't sacrifice the sustainability of your business to land a project. It's more important to note here that if they are haggling you on price, then you wanna mark that as a red flag. It shows that they may not respect the value of what you do and potentially could be telling of how they may take your suggestions and expertise moving forward throughout the project. If you have a question, ask Rez, that's me, by leaving me a tweet or shoot me an email at jason at and I'll be happy to answer it for you. Until next time, it's your time to live in the feast.